this guy on television you all were not telling the truth and you should not be trusted congressman matt gates thank you for what you yeah. did for your country tonight be offended with the democratic whip not house republicans like a machine matt gates welcome to hot takes i'm congressman matt gates let's talk about the news i have just gotten off the call with trump campaign manager bill stepien and members of the president's legal team their hot take is that there remains a path to victory for the president that path is obviously more narrow this morning than it was last night. I want to go through some of the specific states and what the president's campaign and legal team are saying right now. Georgia is a state that uh, we remain confident that we're going to win. Uh, same with North Carolina. That brings us to Arizona. Now, in Arizona, the day of Maricopa County vote has not been fully brought in. That was a vote that was going substantially toward the president. The model that the Trump campaign just provided to me showed that we could win Arizona by about 30,000 votes when all of the votes are counted. Uh, that brings us to Nevada. Nevada is a state that a lot of people didn't think the president would really be competitive in. Obviously, his improved position with Hispanic voters brought him into a competitive posture in the state of Nevada. And the late mail-in ballot in Nevada seems to be coming the president's way. Uh, down about 8,000 votes now. So it, it is a narrow path in Nevada. But there remains a path in uh, Nevada for the president to be able to take those electoral votes. That brings us to the Midwest. Right now in Michigan and Wisconsin, we are in recount territory. The reason that's important is because the Trump campaign has confirmed to me that there were ballot drops in Michigan where Joe Biden got 100% of the vote. That is just statistically impossible. And so as we get into recounts, we will be able to ascertain the legitimacy of ballots to a greater extent. We'll be prepared to litigate with great vigor in both Wisconsin and Michigan. Both appear heading for a recount. But if the president wins Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona, uh, he gets to 270. And so Pennsylvania really is where a lot of the action is. The president holds over 500,000 vote lead. And throughout the day, there are expected to be ballot drops that will cut into that lead. The president needs to do a little bit better on the splits than he's doing now in Pennsylvania to win it. So there needs to be improvement in Pennsylvania for the president. If the splits continue as they are, uh, Joe Biden could have a very narrow 50,000 vote lead in the Granite State, but our hope is that uh, we will see a little improvement on those splits, and we may, uh, as the president uh, sees some of the areas of Pennsylvania come in that uh, might be a little more Republican. So that is the that is really the working theory of the case right now from the Trump campaign. Recount in Wisconsin and Michigan feel pretty confident about Georgia and North Carolina. And then in Pennsylvania and Arizona, uh, there still are votes coming in. In Nevada, still votes coming in. And we may see a change. This is all very fluid. That's why I'm going to try to get this episode posted uh, early so that folks can get that direct update from the Trump campaign as we continue to count these ballots. Last night, I was overwhelmingly reelected to the House of Representatives in my Florida Panhandle district, receiving just about two-thirds of the vote. This is the fifth time in a row I've been on the ballot and received about two-thirds of the vote or higher, and it is very heartwarming. 
to have my bosses, my employers, really the board of directors for my service, the people who live in my district, uh, give me such an overwhelming show of support. And it seems as though folks are pleased with the representation they've received. I've represented the Florida Panhandle in one capacity or another for a decade. I've led the Finance and Tax Committee in the Florida House of Representatives where we cut taxes by over a billion dollars. And in Congress, I worked with President Trump to ensure that I preserve my district and its way of life by blocking offshore oil drilling for another 10 years. President Trump signing that executive order, I think it was one of the reasons why he did very, very well with no major party voting Floridians. A lot of those folks care deeply about the environment, the military mission, and uh, to ensure that we have another 10 years of protection for our way of life, for our property values, for all that we do uh, to research, test, and evaluate the next generation of munition systems for our military. It is very, very rewarding. And to have been a part of service for this district for the last 10 years has certainly been the honor of my life. And uh, last evening to receive such an overwhelming victory uh, validates, I think, a lot of the policy choices we've made in serving this community, but also the style, the fighting style. The individual who ran against me in the election ran almost exclusively a negative campaign. Uh, he raised more than $1.6 million dollars. And we didn't run a single advertisement because I trust the people of Northwest Florida and it appears they trust me. So I guess, you know, to err is human, but to whoop your opponent by 25 points or more, certainly divine. Uber and Lyft drivers will remain independent contractors in the state of California. This is a major development, actually, because Uber is pulling out of markets where State governments have passed laws designating their drivers employees and then subjecting them to all of the employer-employee regulations in those states. But the way I view an independent contractor is someone who gets to choose when they work and when they don't, who sets their own hours, their own location of working. And certainly Uber, Lyft drivers would have the ability to do that. So they seem to fit the definition of independent contractors, Proposition 22 in California passes, allowing that to maintain. So if you need a ride, a Lyft, an Uber, anywhere, looks like in the state of California, you'll still be able to get one. However, the votes are ultimately counted in the presidential contest. It does not appear that 2021 will be the year we are inaugurating President Kanye West. That's right, Kanye spent millions of dollars of his own money he got into the race late, received about 60,000 votes for president, and appears to have given up the dream for now. That said, he's tweeted out an image of himself in front of an electoral map with uh, the words Kanye 2024. So apparently the dream is still alive, just delayed a bit. Kanye says he ultimately needs to be president because he's a Gemini, he reads body language, and is sensitive. All, I guess, good qualities indeed. Maybe we'll see ya in four years, Kanye. A $15 minimum wage has passed in Florida. And I can see the appeal that people have wanting to make more money, particularly those who are at the entry level of their professional career. 
That said, I'm deeply concerned that wide-scale changes to minimum wage laws could result in job losses, greater automation, salary compression, all things that could hurt the economy. Here's my hot take. When the Florida legislature passes its implementing bill to execute on the constitutional amendment for the $15 minimum wage, they should lash it to E-Verify. If we're going to have a high-paid entry-level workforce, let's at least make sure it's a legal workforce. So I'm all for changing our laws in Florida to ensure that if we're going to have a higher minimum wage and the Constitution now requires it, that E-Verify be widely used to ensure that our workforce is legal and that we put our country and our people and our fellow citizens first. So if you need hard drugs following Election Day, and there are many Americans who might, it's going to be a little bit easier. Oregon has decriminalized heroin, meth, cocaine, uh, and we've seen marijuana have a pretty good night legalized in Arizona. D.C. decriminalized psychedelics and uh, psilocybin. That's the funny mushrooms. Uh, Mississippi created a medical cannabis regime, Montana legalized marijuana, New Jersey legalized marijuana, and South Dakota uh, created a legal marijuana regime. So uh, while it might uh, have been a rough night for Republicans in some places, it was a good night for drugs. There was an interesting piece in Variety I wanted to touch on. Fox CEO Lachlan Murdoch was interviewed and Lachlan suggests that in the days following the result of this election being sorted out, we may see a diminished interest in news. He was addressing a number of the Fox News shareholders and investors. And while Fox News maintains a great deal of primacy in the news space as a result of, I think, cornering the conservative market to date, they think that you could see a reduced interest in the news reduced demand for advertising. And so it'll be interesting to watch. I don't necessarily hold that opinion. I think Americans are hyper engaged and they're not going to dramatically diminish that engagement. I think one enduring impact of the Trump presidency is that whether you're on the right or the left, you care a lot more about politics now. You care a lot more about what's happening in the news. And so we'll see if Mr. Murdoch's projection comes to fruition. But my expectation is we are now a highly attuned country. Thanks for listening to Hot Takes. I'm Congressman Matt Gates. Make sure to subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating if you listen on iTunes. And join us tomorrow for more Hot Takes. Hot Takes.